Own Your Bold is a platform by women for women that focuses on the trials and tribulations of living single in your 30s. It includes content on Instagram, TikTok, and Lemonade, as well as this podcast entitled Thank You for Laughing. We talk about money, motherhood, mental health, and all the things everyone else is afraid to say. I'm your host, single mom, entrepreneur, corporate queen, and graduate student, Stephanie Shar, and this is where we make light of life one episode at a time. I am so happy you're here. I post new episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. Thank you for listening and thank you for laughing with me. This is podcast episode 98, I believe, and I know that I could just have that intro pre-recorded for all these episodes, but I just haven't felt like doing that yet. Do I really need that long intro for every episode? I don't know. I'm like, I'm trying to make this more professional and I feel like the really professional ones, well, actually not all of them do have a long intro. Like they're all so different and I don't know. But anyways, something that I noticed was like, I've been doing this podcast since November of 2019. So it's been almost like, it'll be five years this year. And I would just like jump right in to the episode and I wouldn't like explain who I am or what I do or where I've been or, you know, where I come from. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like this random person talking on the internet and I'm like, I feel like if someone were to just stumble upon my podcast and this is their first time listening, they're probably going to want to know who the fuck this girl is and like why she has any authority over anything. But I mean, I would say like beyond my work experience and the accolades and everything like that, I think just like being an almost 37-year-old single mother, like if you just hear that, I think I think I can provide a wealth of knowledge and experience <laughs> about life. Um but yeah, I have my eye patches on. Actually, I like literally just took them off as I was talking. Um, and I have a Diet Coke and a Diet Root beer because I wasn't sure what I want to drink. Um, I am sick again, guys. I really wish I was making this up. But if you've been following along, if you are not new and you've been listening to the podcast, then you'll know that I was sick and then my son was sick. And, and this is all just since like mid, mid-December. mid We're not even to like mid-January yet. I think it's like we're a week into January. But yeah, so like in mid-December, I got COVID. Then my son got COVID. Then I got like a stomach bug this weekend. It's I'm recording this on a Sunday. And so I was pretty much living in the bathroom yesterday afternoon and night. Sorry if that's TMI, but um, I had like a massive to-do list for this weekend because again, if you've been listening to the podcast, then you'll know that we've had people like coming into town, going out of town, like, I mean, all the holiday things, which we pretty much like missed out on the holidays. I feel like we didn't even really have like a holiday season because since we were take all taking turns being sick, I mean, including my sibling Void who came in from Maine, they've been staying at my parents' house and like friends' houses and stuff. Like they got sick at one point, not even from us because we were trying to like isolate from them. Um, it's just been crazy. I feel like everyone 
is sick right now and like keeps getting sick and it's like really freaking me out and I'm trying not to worry about it because that's not what this year is about. This year is supposed to be the year of happiness. Okay. I just gave away my word of the year, but we're going to be talking about that today. And um, basically I'm just like giving you a little background of like where I'm coming from coming into this episode. But like I... Yeah, I just like need to keep a good attitude. Like that's what I want this year to be about is like no matter what happens, I need to get back to the strong positive mindset that I used to have. And so I kind of like went back in time and I tried to figure out, okay, so what was a big like happy time in my life? Like like in in recent years, like as an adult, what was like the happiest chunk of time in my life? And like, what was I doing during that time? And so when I thought about this year and I thought about like, okay, I I really want this to be the year of happiness. I want to be like the happiest I've ever been because it's been a long time since I've been my happy self and I just don't like feeling like this anymore. And so I kind of went back in my brain and I was like, okay, like when was I happiest? What was I doing? And then I'm going to write those things down, like exactly all the things that I was doing at that time that I could control that kind of made up this like happiness recipe. And the time of my life that I thought of was honestly, um, when the pandemic started in 2020, I would say like March through May or June of 2020 was like the best time of my adult life. Like I was so happy. I was so fulfilled. I was so relaxed and in the moment and present. And I have never felt that way before or since for a significant chunk of time like that. And it was just such a special, beautiful time for me and my family. And um, I want to go through what I came up with. And so this is like a really good exercise if you guys also want to have your happiest year is think about a time when you were your happiest and like what was different about that time versus right now? Well, here's the thing. So like I wrote all these things down. I'm going to go through them in a second. But I also had to come to terms with the fact that like my life looks a lot different now. And logistically, I'm going to have to figure out a way to take that happiness recipe that I kind of accidentally formulated during that time? And how can I transfer it to this phase of my life so that it makes sense so that I have the time and money and energy to still do those things? So like, okay, so let's go back to, and I even went back and I listened to, or I at least started listening to um, a podcast episode I did during that time with my sibling Void the same one who's been in Michigan for a month and I've barely seen them just because again, we've all been sick on and off and taking turns having different things. 
But um, so Void and I did a podcast episode during that time about this spring clean cleanse that we were doing. And it was um, not just diet, but like that was one of the big things was having like eating certain foods more and other ones less and just kind of like focusing on a certain lifestyle. And um, I took myself back to that episode and I was listening to it and I was like, you know, I even sound different. Like I sounded so vibrant and so full of life and so excited and so motivated and so enthusiastic. And I, I don't even like sound like that anymore. And it was just so strange to like, listen to myself and be like, wow. And, you know, through anyone else's eyes, through like society's eyes, they may have seen me at that time as a failure because I was living in my parents' basement. I was doing direct sales. I was doing very well at direct sales, but a lot of people looked down on it. Um, you know, single mom, like, I wasn't rich. I wasn't wealthy. I wasn't famous or popular. Like I was really just starting to grow my Instagram more. I think at the time I had maybe 7,000 followers. Um, and maybe a little more than that, but I don't even know if I had gotten to 10 yet, honestly. So like I didn't have all of these markers that made me, you know, this, special, successful person. But what I had was I had a really, really strong um, sense of like spirituality and confidence and peace and joy and love. And I was very secure in myself. And even if I didn't have all those outside factors, other people think you need to be secure in yourself. I was. And now I have a full-time job. I have my own place. But I mean, I'm still not rich or famous or whatever, but like I have more of these markers that other people would say, oh, like like you're getting your shit together kind of thing. Or like you have more of what a 30-something person might have. Um, and like I've, I've been miserable for a while. So it's like it really doesn't matter like what you have if you don't have these tools in place that you're utilizing to have a happy, peaceful mindset. But here's the thing is when I was living with my parents, doing direct sales, and then everything shut down in March of 2020, when that happened, I started doing everything completely virtually. So I was working my business online from home. And this was when, you know, before COVID, before 2020, working remote wasn't even a thing. I had never even heard those words working remote. And so that was the reason why I had started doing direct sales when my son was young because my son was six months old when I started doing direct sales because I wanted to work from home with him, especially once I became a single mom, which was when he was 
a little under two years old. And at the time, there weren't really any other options except for direct sales. Like you couldn't apply for remote jobs because there weren't any. That wasn't a thing. And so um, when the shutdown happened and I started doing my business completely online, I had so much time. I had so much time and I was making, that was the most successful time in my direct sales career sales wise because everyone was at home. No one had anything else to do. They were getting these checks from the government, had nowhere to go, nowhere to spend their money, nothing to spend their money on. And so they were shopping online and part of that was shopping with me. And so I would do these like quick little half hour sessions through Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. And I would sell like one, two, three, four, five hundred dollars in a half hour through these sessions. And so I remember, I think it was June of that year, I had like a $10,000 or $15,000 retail month, which I had never done before. Um, and that, And that's personally, not like my team or anything. So, I mean, it was just a really, really good time. But my point is I had time. I had the hours in my day because I didn't have to get my son ready for school, get all of his stuff together, drive him to school. I didn't have to um, drive around to my appointments because I was doing them online. I you know, didn't have any in-person meetings or anything like that. Um, I wasn't able to see my friends. Restaurants were closed, stores were closed, bars were closed, everything was closed except for parks and beaches. And so I would wake up in the morning and it would be like, I, I would wake up at like 5 a.m. every day. Actually, I, I probably did that for a couple of years. I did that for a really long time when I was a business owner. Because the thing is, when you're in 100% complete control of your time, then there's no like fear of like rushing or deadlines or having to get things done at a certain time. Like you have that control. And so I was able to get up earlier because I was able to go to bed earlier and I didn't have things that other people needed me to do keeping me up late at night. And then I, you know, so I was able to actually get enough sleep to wake up in the morning. I was excited to wake up in the morning and start my day because I had complete control over my day and I knew what was coming and I was excited about what was coming because I was creating it and I was curating it. And so I would jump out of bed early in the morning. I would have like three to five hours every morning of a morning routine. I mean, like work out for an hour, meditate for like 10 or 20 minutes um, read for like a half hour, an hour, like however long I wanted, like these things that I was doing, I was able to do them for as long as I wanted. I could do whatever I wanted. And, um, that's when I really started getting into hiking and walking, like doing nature walks outside because that was the only thing that was open. Um, we were cooking all these nourishing meals, like all of these things. And I, and at the same time I was, I was still making money, um, and I was able to make more money in less time. And so I had the resources to do all of these things that brought me joy. So then now I'm working eight to four every day. I'm not working from home. I do have to like get ready, get in the car, get my son ready, 
you know, get him to school. Then I go to work. Then I pick him up from school. Then we come home from work. Then, you know, it's getting him situated, getting all of our bags unpacked from the day, getting them ready for the next day, showers, baths, dinner, getting ready for bed, spending quality time together. I've been in school now for a little bit. I have a couple days left. I'm so excited, but I did go back to school. And so a lot of times those evenings are filled with homework, weekends are homework. Um, I mean, I really only get maybe one day a week to clean and cook and like meal prep and things like that. So like I don't have, I mean, and I've been like staying off of social media too. So I'm not mindlessly scrolling. I haven't mindlessly scrolled in probably like three months or more. I'm not even kidding. I actually don't remember the last time I mindlessly scrolled because I don't keep any apps on my phone. I go on, I post, I leave, and I delete the app. And then the next time I'm going to post, the next time I feel like posting, I'll reinstall the app and post. Maybe check a couple of my key people that I love and I really want to know what they're doing. And then I get off. I, I don't scroll. It's not something that I've done in a long time. And when I did do it, it just felt really icky. It did not feel good to me. And I was like, I need to not do this. So like, it's not like I'm wasting time in my day, like doing nothing, like scrolling, right? Like I'm very intentional with my time. And so that's why when I say like, it's hard for me to squeeze these, these other practices in during the day, it's not because I'm like, you know, watching reality TV. So I don't have time. It's like, no, like I, I'm, I'm doing other responsibilities. I just have more responsibilities now. And, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with watching TV if that's what brings you joy. Like there's certain shows that I like, there's certain movies that I like. I love YouTube, but I'm not like, I've never been a big TV watcher like my whole life. Like when I was little, I wasn't even allowed to watch most TV. So or movies or anything. Like my parents were very strict when it came to like what the music we li listened to, like what we watch, things like that. Like they were very Christian, conservative. They were like, you have to only listen to Christian music, watch Christian shows or movies. Like a lot of the other movies and shows that were popular during that time that were secular, I could only catch them like when I was at a sleepover at someone else's house, things like that. So like I've never really been big into TV or movies because I just didn't grow up doing that. Like I did other things and I was always very creative. And so, um, you know, so like that's why this year it's like, okay, I am going to figure out a way to incorporate as much of this happiness recipe as I can into my new life, my 2024 life. And how do I do that? So the first thing I did, like I said, is I went and I kind of got myself back in that mind, that mindset that I had at the time where you know, I kind of wanted to like tap into where I was at that time. So that's why I listened to that episode and I started writing down things that I was doing at that time. And at first I wrote it in the past tense, like got ready every day, focused on a plant-based diet, hiked or walked almost every day, um, journaled morning and night. I wrote it in the past tense. So then I changed it to the present tense. So it's more of like a to-do list. And so this is Stephanie Shar's recipe for happy. So I'm going to go through them really quickly and then we'll talk more in depth about some of them. So morning routine, get ready every day, focus on an alcohol-free clean diet, hike or walk almost every day, read more, journal morning and night, meditation morning or night, watch fun shows. Like I said, I do have a couple. 
And at that time, we did watch some shows. We watched um, Schitt's Creek and Parks and Rec or like the two big ones I remember that we watched like the whole thing. Um, spend quality time with family. Surround myself with high vibe mentors. Everything in my life is intentionally positive. I mean, that's the thing is like at that time – and I think I was probably overcompensating too because it was such a scary time, but like everything was intentionally positive. And that's something that I miss about like being in that direct sales world is because like it totally revolved around self-development and I don't have any of that now where I'm working. I don't have, you know we don't do any self-development at work. Like we don't do personal development. We don't do, you know, team huddles. We don't do like any, you know, rah, 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 sis, boom, bah, cheering, cheerleading for each other. Like we don't do any of that. Like that's just not how it is. Like there isn't really like a company culture. There isn't really like camaraderie or like we don't go out after work. We don't like do anything outside of work. Like it's not really like fun. And that's something that's really, you know, weird for me. Like I'm used to being in a really high energy, encouraging, motivating, exciting environment where it's like, I mean, if you're not, if you don't feel there's a fire lit under your butt to like do well at work, then you probably don't have a pulse because like the energy was just so high. Like I was constantly being poured into, constantly being poured into. And so I always had someone or something to lean on when I was feeling discouraged or unmotivated or whatever, but like I don't have any of that now. So now I have to do that for myself. And that takes a lot of intention and it takes a lot of planning and structure and like purposefulness. And so that's what we're working on now. So the first one that I wrote down was morning routine because like I already said, I had like a really strong morning routine. And then once I got my last full-time job, um, I kind of switched it to a night routine. But if I'm really honest with myself, I didn't usually do it. I tried to at least read every night. That was something that like I could easily do. So I did like one thing every night, but I couldn't do like all of these things. And so I really want to try to come up with a morning routine that's like, I mean, maybe it's literally just doing my full like teeth care and face care and like putting on a full face of makeup instead of just like mascara or something. Maybe that's my morning routine. And I mean, the next one is, is get ready every day, but like, and I already get ready every day for work. What I'm trying to say is like, you know, there are definitely days where I just like roll out of bed, brush my teeth real quick, you know, maybe use some toner and a cotton pad on my face and I'm out the door. Like there's definitely times when I take more time to get ready than others. Right. So like, you know, when I, when I say like a morning routine or get ready, I mean like this, it all needs to be intentional and it all needs to be backed with this energy of like love and positivity and compassion for myself. So it's not just like checking things off a list. It's not just like doing these things 
boom, boom, boom. Okay. I did them. Now I'm going to be happy. It's like, I want everything to be just flooded with self-love, which is like something that I used to be like really good at. And so, you know, the morning routine, it's something that, you know, is probably still going to be a work in progress for a while. Like I haven't perfected it since working for the man again. Like I just, it's something that I don't really know how I'm going to do it, but I need something. So I think for now, what I'm going to put is have a half hour just for me. And I'm typing this as I'm saying this. Um, have a half hour just for me and I'm going to put set a timer if needed. And yeah, because usually mornings are a shit show. It's like getting me ready, getting my son ready, trying to get out the door on time, getting all our shit together. I almost always forget something. We're almost always late. Like it's just a mess. Like it's never, it's never like smooth and peaceful. It's always chaotic in the morning and that's not a good way to start your day. So um, yeah, have a half hour just for me, set a timer if needed. Okay. And then with that half hour, I can do whatever I want. I can read, I can meditate, I can work out, whatever it is. I just need to have a half hour every morning for me to do something. And what that something is might change each day. So there's that one. So get ready every day. So like I said, I mean, this is like intentional, right? So getting ready every day. And it's not just on work days. So again, we'll go back to 2020 when I was stuck at home. I actually got ready every day, even though I wasn't leaving the house. Like full face of makeup, hair, cute outfit. And I would like take pictures of them every day. And maybe I should do that again because like it was really, it made me feel good when I looked good. It made me feel put together. It made me feel better. And that's what this is all about is just feeling better. And um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to do, let's see, get ready every day, even on weekends. Um, take, yeah, I might take pictures. I don't know. I'm, I'm worried I'm going to, I'm going to like try to commit to this and then forget. So I don't know, but I'll put a question mark next to that, but I put get ready every day, even on weekends. And then for take me or pick each day, I put a question mark. Okay. Um, the next one was focused on an alcohol-free, clean diet. So I really want to try to find, and I'm sure it's somewhere, but like we actually had, actually, let me search my phone because we had like a whole list of like what that meant. Um, but I do know that it was very, um, like plant focused, I guess. Like it wasn't entirely plant-based, but like 
I wasn't eating a lot of meat. I was eating mostly vegetables, fruits, um, like any bread I was getting was like, um, you know, I would get like the tortilla, like gluten-free, like tortillas that were actually made with something else. I don't fucking know what this stuff is made of, but it's supposed to be better for you. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we were shopping at Whole Foods a lot, things like that. Um, and so it was, it was just having a lot of stuff that was more plant focused, like less, you know, you weren't eating fast food. I wasn't drinking alcohol, no sugary drinks. Um, a lot of the things that I'm already doing. So, um, you know, there's not like too many changes I have to make with that, but I did just want to see if I can find this so far. I'm not finding it. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's going to work, guys. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know where it is, but if anyone can find it on my Instagram, <laughs> screenshot it and let me know. Maybe it's in one of my story highlights, but, um, oh, I have to pause this and restart or it's going to cut me off. Hold, please. Okay, so... Basically for this one, um, dry January is going to help with this. So like I did already tell you guys, I think in my last, um, okay, what the hell did this just do? Come on, guys. It's like just did weird stuff. Okay. I'm in my notion right now on my computer. Okay. So focus on alcohol-free clean diet, not, not dyes diet. No one's dying. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I'm going to put plant focus, like not plant-based, but plant focused. No fast food. Um, dry January and hopefully beyond that. Dry January and we'll put and beyond in parentheses. Um, okay. All right. Just like lighter, lighter, fresher foods that make, that again, like make me feel good. That's what this is all about. So, okay. Um, and then hike or walk almost every day. This one is really, really hard for me now. Um, with, working all day, school all night. It's really cold outside. Like I don't even want to leave my apartment even though I have to. Like I just – I do not want to be outside and like do anything. I mean winter hikes are really nice if there's like fresh snow on the ground and you're all bundled up and like – but I mean it takes time. It takes time to like go on these hikes because you have to like drive to the place where you're going to and then you want to go for your hike and you don't want to go for like 10 minutes. Like you want to really enjoy it and go for like a half hour or an hour. And something that I was doing for a little bit with this job was I would like between stops – so like I'm on the road a lot. So like between – my stops, I would like take like a half hour, an hour and go walk outside somewhere or like inside of the mall. So I'm, I want to try that again, but I've gotten like really busy at work to the point where I really have time to breathe. So I don't think I'm gonna be able to do this, but it would be nice to do this. Like I would say 
hmm, how are we going to make this work? I'm going to say, because I do have a walking pad now. So walk on walking pad after work. I can do that. Like maybe while I'm doing my homework or studying or something. Walk on walking pad after work. I can't really do my walking pad before work because we get up at 6 a.m. and I just don't think my neighbors below me would like that, especially if I start waking up at 5 a.m. again. Okay, so walk on walking pad after work. I could do strength training before work. I can do weights. That's not going to make a lot of noise. Strength training. So strength training before work. Walk on walking pad after work and then mall walking, mall or trail walking midday if possible. Okay. So I'm just, as you can see, so I'm just kind of, I mean, actually, I wish you guys could really see this instead of just hearing my voice. I think it would be really helpful. I'm doing all this in my notion and I'm just like making additional little, this is why I really need to get on YouTube more. I would love to like have this up on YouTube for you guys and like actually screen record and walk you through it because, so I made that list, that recipe for happy with bullets. And then I'm going through now and I'm making like I guess sub bullets or something like I'm going through each item and then like tabbing over and then having these other bullets kind of like specifying how I'm going to incorporate these things into my life. So, so we have that and then, um, for reading more. Yeah, this one is tough. So like I've definitely been on a journey with reading. So I got really, really into it again. I want to say in 2022, like the beginning of 2022. So actually, okay. So after my bachelor's, I didn't read a book for fun. Well, I didn't read a book at all until I joined the direct sales company that I joined in 2015. And then they were really, really into personal development. So that was when I got really into nonfiction and like self-help books and stuff like that. But I didn't read like a fiction book until I want to say like 2021 or 2022. And then I got really, really into reading. I was like blasting through books, reading every day, every night. And, um, and like I said, at my old job, I would read every night before bed, but now I'm like doing homework every night before bed. And my brain is just like fried. Like by the end of the day after work and school and being a mom and all these things, it's like, I like, can't think I can't function. Like my brain is so fried and like trying to sit down and read a book before bed is like, I can't even focus. Like I try to read and like my brain is just all over the place because I'm just like trying to like decompress from the day and I can't really focus on the story. And so I started just like watching a lot of YouTube. Um, I got into like watching Gilmore Girls again, like over fall and winter. And I like, I was even like watching like a movie every weekend. That was kind of like my thing I was like, I'm going to start watching new movies every weekend because like I never really 
was into movies before and I wanted to get more into it. So anyway, so I've kind of just been like on this journey with reading where it's like I still obviously love reading. I love books. I always have and I always will. But I just like haven't been able to focus on it. I guess I'm kind of in like a, a reading rut even though I have like really good books I could read. But it's like I just have so much to do all day, every day from sunup till sundown. And it's like I can't like slow down to read because like when I try to do that, I'm just thinking of like everything else I have to do and everything I'm stressed about and everything I'm worried about. And it's like, I just, I just can't do it. So one of the things that I've been doing that's been helping with this is listening to audiobooks again, which like I was really into audiobooks. I want to say actually in 2020, I think, because like I would listen to them while I was walking and hiking. And, um, now, because I drive a lot for work, I can listen to them while I'm driving. So I think I'm going to put that in. Um, listen to audiobooks while... By the way, this is also hard because I'm typing with one hand and holding my microphone in the other. Um, listen to audiobooks while driving and working out. We'll do that too. Another thing I've been doing, just side note, is like listening to a lot of podcasts and that's been helping my mood as well. So it's naughty books while driving and working out. And then I'm going to say like read a physical book or Kindle book um, every weekend. Not like an entire book, but I mean, that would be cool. Sometimes it happens, but so I'll just say read from. Okay. So under read more, I put listen to audiobooks while driving and working out and then read from a physical or Kindle book every weekend. Yeah. I think that'll be good to incorporate that. And then, so I, I used to journal morning and night. Again, that's like way too, I, I can't even like comprehend that right now. So I'm going to say every other um, weekend. I mean, I feel like that might be good. That's still more than I'm doing now. So every other weekend, we'll just, we'll start there. Every other weekend, one time. We're like, our standards and expectations for journaling are very low right now. But yeah, so journal one time every other weekend, whether that's in the morning or at night or the middle of the day. Um, and then meditation, oops, forgot a T meditation morning or night. We're going to say, um, meditation in the morning while getting ready. I think I can do that because usually when I'm getting ready, I'm like watching YouTube or listening to music anyway. So I'll just, um, there's like actual getting ready meditations you can listen to. So I'll do that because I mean, I can, I can easily do that every morning if I do it while I'm getting ready because I have to get ready anyway. So, okay. Perfect. We're really like habit stacking here. Love that. Um, watch fun shows. Okay. So what are some fun shows? Obviously Gilmore Girls, Bridgerton. I love Stranger Things too, but like, I mean, obviously it's, you know, harder on your nervous system because it's like a scary show. So, um, I'm not going to put that down. Um, 
Oh, uh, there's a few other ones people have told me about. Like Virgin River, people have told me I should watch that. Like it's another relaxing one. Um, Ginny and Georgia. What's that other one about like the two older ladies that like their husbands are gay or something? Sounds like really ages, but I'm literally just Googling older ladies show on Netflix. I know. I'm so bad at shows, you guys. I like, I never remember what anything is. Um, Grace and Frankie. It came right up. Okay. Grace and Frankie. Um, um, what is, oh my gosh, there's another one. There's another one with the girl from Grey's Anatomy and the girl from Scrubs. Oh my God. Okay. I really wish you guys were live with me now and could like tell me. Um, I can like see the picture, but I can't remember the name. Um, Firefly, Firefly Lane, I think. So yeah, so these are like more chill shows, I guess, from what I've heard. But yeah, we'll start with those. Oh, Emily in Paris. I'm still not done with that, so I'm going to put that on here too. Oh, and I never finished Atypical either, although Atypical can be kind of stressful for me because um, I can like relate to it too much. <laughs> okay. But I think I only have a few episodes left, so it shouldn't be too hard. Okay, so Perfectly and Emily in Paris. Um, oh, The Carrie Diaries. I want to watch that one too. Okay, and then we're done. I think that's plenty to work with. But when am I going to watch these fun shows? I would say weekends, maybe like Friday nights will be like my show nights. That would be fun. Okay. All right. Um, spend quality time with family. I feel like I'm already good at this and I feel like I don't really need to put any parameters on it, quite honestly. Surround myself with high vibe mentors. So another thing about that time in 2020 was I was really, really immersed in like, because again, we couldn't go anywhere. So I was really, really immersed in online communities and coaches and like what they were offering because that was like where I was finding inspiration and motivation. And like, I was really craving that because like I said, I got so much of that from my direct sales company. And when I went virtual, it, was, it wasn't the same. So um, I started um, well, I didn't start then. So I've actually worked with numerous coaches online and taken courses and things like that. I want to say since like, probably since I started blogging in 2010, honestly, like I've worked with so many people and there are some people that I've worked with more than others. Like Amanda Francis, I've bought so many things from her, Marissa Lace, um, my coach Beth, um, who got married and has a new last name, but, um, Gosh, I wish I could remember you guys. I, I like my memory is so bad and it keeps getting worse the older I get. And I'm like really 
disturbed at like, where is it going to be when I'm like 50? Because I'm almost 40 and I can't remember shit. So, um, but yeah, basically I was like really immersing myself in these things and I haven't really done that since probably since like the end of no, probably, probably since like the beginning of 2021, maybe mid year 2021. I'm going to take a sip of my Diet Coke. I kind of feel like I have to burp, but it's like not happening. So I apologize if I burp during this podcast episode, but you know what? We're all about being real here. That's just the way it is. If you're looking for perfection, you came to the wrong place, honey. Okay. So I really want to get back into that. I don't want to spend any more money on it because I do feel like I spent way too much money in the past. I would say between the years of like 2015 to 20. 2021, probably 2015 to 2021, I spent like way too much money on this stuff. Like, and no one's going to, no one's going to tell you this because they want to sell you what they're offering. Right. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a secret. At some point, you don't need to learn anything new. You need to start applying what you've already learned. And I think I just always felt like, okay, as long as I was like paying someone to help me as long as I was taking these courses or these classes, working with these coaches, doing these things and learning these things and like investing in them. I was like, okay, that's going to propel me forward. But sometimes you just like need to take a second to like sit with all of that information and take all that information and be like, okay, I'm going to apply it now for a long time and see how it goes. And then maybe in another like five years or 10 years, I'll work with someone again because I already learned so much. Like, and obviously we're always learning. We're always learning. We're always, we're always growing. We're always evolving. We're not saying like I'm perfect or anything like that. But I do think that we, it's almost like an avoidance tactic. It's almost like we're avoiding our growth by like using the excuse of like, oh, I haven't learned enough yet. Like I haven't worked with enough people yet. I haven't read enough yet or researched enough yet or been taught enough yet or whatever. Like, and really it's like, okay, now you just need to like get down to business and like do it. Right. And so I stopped paying for stuff like that. Like I said, back in probably 2021, I don't remember exactly when, but like it's been at least a couple years. And I was like, you know what, sister, talk to myself. I'm like, I just need to like do this stuff. Like I, like it's okay if I do it on my own for a while. And, but I mean, you can still surround yourself with these people without paying them. Like they're like everyone, I guarantee you every single coach online has something for free. Every single one, whether it's an ebook or an e-course or just even following them on social media. So I just want to find, I just want to figure out like a strategic way to like kind of work with them without working with them. You know what I mean? And obviously like they deserve to be paid and I'm not saying anything bad about them. Like I, I have coaches on my show like as guests, but like I'm just saying 
I mean, you'll know. You'll know when it's time to like take a break and be like, okay, I just need to like focus on like what I've already what I've already soaked in like a sponge and I need to do it for a really, really long time and get these results going, right? Um, because you also can't keep like switching what you're doing because every person is going to be different. And if you're like working with this person, then this person, then this person, and they'll tell you different things. And you're like, okay, now I'm going to apply it. It's like, well, what do you apply now? So I think if you're like going to work with anyone, work with one person at a time for a while, like three months or six months or a year, and then implement that stuff for a few years and then see what happens. Because if you keep changing your strategy, you're never going to know what works or not because you're just changing it so much. You're not like giving it enough time to create traction and, and momentum. You're not giving enough time to even like do anything. So like, I mean, I think I was told at one point in my direct sales career, like, you should do the same strategy for like three to six months or more until you like can decide if it's working or not. In the business that I am now, I've been told like six months to a year, like do the same thing, talk to the same people, work the same leads for six months to a year in the same way, and then see what happens and then start tweaking things, start changing things. Don't change things every month because that's not going to get you anywhere, right? So I am trying to figure out like, okay, how can I start myself with these people? I would say like work on – because here's the thing too. I have – most people, if you purchase an e-course or you work with them in some way, you usually have lifetime access to like that course and that community and those resources. So I think I'm going to put work on a course – or um okay okay this is what we're doing oh my gosh i finally just burped okay so work on a course this is what i put work on a course or immerse myself in a community one time a week so maybe it's on a weeknight after work, if by some miracle I have the time and energy for it, maybe it's on a Sunday, a Saturday, whatever, but one time a week for like a couple hours, work on a course or immerse myself in a community that I'm already a part of. I'm going to make sure I put that because like I said, I'm already like part of these things for life. So like, and I know like with Amanda Francis, she adds to her stuff over time. So like if you bought a course of hers five years ago and every year she adds a new section to it, you get access to that and you don't have to like keep paying for it. So it's really cool. I might do that today actually, like go in there and see, poke around and see what she has that's new. So, Okay. All right. Oops. Okay. And then the last one, everything in my life is intentionally positive. I think this is more of like a mindset thing, like um, affirmations, like so when things get tough, remind myself 
that this this is my year of happiness no matter what. Oh, by the way, you guys, of course I made a vision board. Um, I made a vision board for the background of my phone and then I made one for the background of my computer. I also printed out the one that's on the background of my, of my computer and I put it on my fridge. So for my phone, for both my phone and computer, I pulled pictures from Pinterest. And then for my phone, I think I put it together just like using Instagram stories. And I just like like used that for my collage and then saved it. And then um, for my computer, I used Canva. Um, but yeah, so now I have it on my phone, on my computer, and on my fridge. And then I want to put it on the background of my work computer too. But I don't know. It's like kind of embarrassing because it's like there's like girls with abs and like couples and stuff. I don't know. It's just like kind of awkward because like sometimes other people at work like need need to do something on my computer or need to like pull a file from there or something and I don't want them to see it. So I don't know. I might not put it there, but I do want like I might print it out for my car or something. Like I really want to have it everywhere, like even when I'm not home and just like reminding myself of those things. So I don't even know if I like did I even tell you guys like my goals for the year? Did I do that in the last episode? Yeah, I did. I already did that. Okay. I'm like so confused. Okay. So yeah. So, okay. This is what I put. Um, when things get tough, remind myself that this is my year of happiness no matter what. Um, and yeah, just like constant positive affirmations. So one of the ones that I am going to be saying is I am a happy girl. I am the happiest person I know. Um, I light up every room I walk into. I'm just pulling these out of my butt while I'm writing this. I light up every room I walk into. Um, I bring joy to every person I meet. I give, oops, I give and receive love easily. I am abundant. All is truly well. I might put this on my Instagram story so you guys can steal these. Okay. I am a happy girl. I'm the happiest person I know. I light up every room I walk into. I bring joy to every person I meet. I give and receive love easily. I'm abundant. All is truly well. I think those are great. Um... And just constantly saying those. I might print that out too, actually. And put that somewhere. I am so excited about this, you guys. I mean, this is really going to be so good. So, so good. Um, 
I just can't wait. Okay. So that is my recipe for happy for my year of happiness. And I would love to know what your word of the year is. If you make a word for the year, if you have any goals for the year, intentions, desires, resolutions. Oh, I didn't say this. Another thing that I'm doing is like a lot of these things. Um, I'm, I'm not. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Rewind. Let me start the sentence over. It's really hard and it's almost impossible to like completely overhaul your entire life at once and to implement like 20 things overnight, okay? So one of the other things I decided to do is look at each month and try to implement one new thing each month. Um, So this month I'm actually doing three things. So this month I'm doing dry January, I'm doing a no spend month, and I'm limiting social media. And then like each month they should compound on each other. Like I'm hoping to like keep all these things going as long as possible. So those are those, those are the three things for January and hopefully beyond. And then in February, I'm going to add on meditation or no, sorry. In February, I'm going to add on movement. In March, I'm going to add on meditation. In April, I'm going to add on journaling and so on and so forth. So like all the things that I just went through and mentioned, like obviously I'm going to try my best to do all of those like I just said, but if all else fails, I'm going to work on adding more things each month and kind of like layering them on. And like my main focus is for January are those three things I already said a couple times. So yeah, so I am super excited and I can wait for you guys to follow me on this journey. Make sure that you hit the bell, turn on notifications so you don't miss an episode. Follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, leave a review, rate me five stars. I would absolutely love that. Appreciate you forever. And um, I would love to know what you think of this episode. So I know on Spotify, you can like answer a question, like it'll ask you what you think of this episode and you can answer and like leave a comment. Um, you can also DM me on Instagram at on your boulder at thank you for laughing. I always love seeing who's listening to this. So make sure that you screenshot this as you're listening and post it on your story and tag me so that I can say hi to you and thank you. So Thank you for listening. Thank you for laughing with me. I will talk to you in the next episode and let's make this our happiest year ever. Love you. Bye.